With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Jamaica and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. The following program is paid for by its sponsors who are solely responsible for its content. Views expressed are not necessarily the views of WMAL. The information provided on Dr. Tom Rosell Live by Dr. Tom Rosell DC, interview guests, show co-hosts, or substitute hosts is not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. It is for general information purposes only. Information from this broadcast should not replace the appropriate consultation and examination process by a licensed physician. Always consult your own physician prior to changing any current medical directive or prescription. Welcome to Dr. Tom Rosell Live. This is Dr. Tom Rosell. Indeed, I am live today. It's kind of weather transition time around here. It's crazy spring, right? First day it's hot, then it's get a little bit of cooler, a little bit of rain, and well, just enjoy it. It's still nice outside. Get up, you know, go outside and, and enjoy a walk and relax a little bit and look at the beautiful trees and the flowers that are budding. And it's really a great time. Now, we're going to get into a program. And by the way, I had fun the other night. Those of you who came to the Rizal Center for Healing in Fairfax, there was a whole lot of you, as we usually draw that kind of a crowd. And it was enjoyable. And not, it's enjoyable for a couple of different reasons. One, I really have a great time meeting all of you. But more importantly, it's fun to give you the information that you deserve, the information that can make your life better. So I hope that you got enough data on how to fix your gut and things that you can do and opportunities that do exist for you. And if there's anything that I can do to help you or any questions that I can answer and point you in the right direction, it's real simple to find me. Go to rosellecare.com. That's rosellecare.com. And there's emails for all the doctors in the office. And send me a note. I'll be happy to respond to you. Uh, you can also go to drtomrosell.com. That's the uh, website that we use for the radio program, and I'm also on social media. Uh, go to R. Thomas Roselle on Facebook and, you know, just kind of hang around. I'm always publishing things that are educational for you and things that you can make a difference in your life. Having said that, we're going to get into a program, which is our next in-house class on May the 17th. That's coming up in a few weeks, and we're going to talk about your blood pressure, but blood pressure and cardiovascular health or cardiovascular disease if that blood pressure goes too long. So we have to make sure that we understand that there's, you know, there's highs and lows of all kinds of things and there's damage that can cause when there's excesses one way or the other, deficiencies one way or the other. Blood pressure is a measurement. It's not necessarily a disease condition unless we see damage. So when your blood pressure is high, it can cause damage over a period of time. When it's too low, it can cause problems as well. So even though that our class on the 17th is going to be about hypertension and cardiovascular disease, I want you to understand that low blood pressure can do a lot of damage as well. But we're going to start out today. We're going to talk about high blood pressure. And you'll look it up. You're going to see HBP uh, or hypertension. 
And we're going to talk about all those things. There's lots of complications when your blood pressure starts going up. Now, I'm not the guy that's going to worry about your blood pressure being 128 over 70 because to me that's very normal, particularly as we get older. Now, but if you get up to 158 and you're over 88 or 87 on an ongoing basis, that can be problematic, particularly if you're developing placking particularly if you're in a stress-related situation where it pops up higher than that. But we'll get into that, and we're going to get into guidelines. We're going to get into what really makes a difference and what you can do to drop that blood pressure. That's one piece of the puzzle, the health puzzle, that you have tremendous amount of control over, and I want you to have the tools that you can be able to control that. So hypertension, if you will, or high blood pressure, is a condition where your blood pressure is elevated beyond where it should be constantly on an ongoing basis in your arterial bed. Now, it does not usually cause symptoms in the initial stages. It will cause symptoms over a period of time. But what we want to do is we want to stop it before it gets to that place. So there's other names that you may want to find. We're going to talk about arterial blood pressure arteries. And that's that's the problematic child. The arteries are too tight. They're, they're, have a lot of pressure being put on. Pretty soon they're going to pop a seam or they're going to pop something and you end up in trouble. So as we get in, we want to look at how does this blood pressure cause uh, coronary artery disease? How can it cause strokes? How can it cause heart failure? How can it cause peripheral artery, uh, artery disease and so forth? And we're going to get into that over several weeks, and we're going to specifically get into that May the 17th. And by the way, on that night, I'm going to show you blood tests, and, and I'll give you some damage control, things that you can do to help yourself with that. So let's talk, you know, just for a second, let's set the stage a little bit on the complications of what happens in protracted blood pressure over a long period of time. Untreated high blood pressure can cause heart disease, period, end of story. It can cause other damage to other systems, to your lungs, to your vision, to your eyes, right, to your kidneys. Guys, when your blood pressure is too high, you can go into rectal dysfunction as well because there's other things that may be causing that, and that's a complicated story. And by the way, we're going to, down the road, we're going to have a men's night at the Results Center for Healing, but that'll be some months from now, and we're going to teach you all about what really causes ED. And But, you know, the symptoms when we're dealing with high blood pressure are kind of straight up from my perspective, but not necessarily from yours. So here's the, a listing of things that you have to really look at. Severe headache, and it can be very pinpoint, and it's protracted. It doesn't usually come or go unless you suddenly stop, you relax a little bit, and you can try to drop that blood pressure down. If you're not breathing properly or shortness of breath, if you end up with nosebleeds on an ongoing basis, now we're not talking an occasional nosebleed because pollens are too high, or by the way, the back of your neck, the upper two vertebrae, control the nerve roots that help with vasodilation and constriction within the sinus membranes in your nose, and that can be a problem as well. Anxiety. Yeah, believe it or not, when your blood pressure is up, you can become extremely anxious, and then you can end up with these feelings of, of pulsation in your head and sometimes in your neck as well, and just kind of pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing. So we're going to talk about that and what really, you know, what the real problems are. Now, the risk of high blood pressure are multiple, and that's what you really need to know about. High blood pressure increases your risk of heart attack, 
an aneurysm, which is a ballooning type of thing within the arteries, and you can pop that just like a balloon that you're pushing too hard, it'll and then you bleed. And if it's in the right place, you're dead. That's right. That's what I said. You can end up dead. Internal bleeding, so you end up uh, doing a blood test, or you end, and you see that your your amount of red blood cells are low, so now you become anemic, or you end up with ulcerations, or you uh, you're just telling your body's not doing what it needs to get done. So when we look at you know the the different problems, kidney failure, uh, problems with your vision, and you can you can begin to lose your capacity to think properly with blood pressure getting way too high, and then obviously strokes and all the sequelae that come around because of that, the inability to to talk, inability to receive data, inability to move your hands or your feet and so forth, often one sided more than the other. Uh, the you know, because symptoms of high blood pressure are not usually definable, you have to really make sure that you keep a good look at it. Now, high blood pressure doesn't mean that for one moment in time, you know, your blood pressure goes up. It's like if I go to a physician's office, and here I am, a doctor, I've been in practice for decades, and I walk into another doctor's office, and if I don't know this person, if they're not good friends of mine, if somebody that comes in, they're a little, you know, their their bearing is a little difficult. My blood pressure is going to go up for a lot of reasons. One, I get irritated, but that's on me. And but if you're, you know, you go out and try to exercise and you haven't been exercising, your blood pressure will go up. You have to do things in adaptive patterns. And we're going to talk about those adaptations as we go on, not only today, but on Wednesday night, the 17th, I'm going to teach you how to control this and some of the things that you can do, you know, straight up. So what are the risk factors? And let's talk a little bit about what you really need to be aware of uh, when it comes to that. There's, I was, I was doing a little research for the program and there's uh, kind of a interesting relationship to the word listen l-i-s-t-e-n and you know everybody's coming up with these you know these alphabet soup things but anyway l is lightheadedness the faintness feeling dizziness feeling you're then you go into irregular heartbeat your heart flutters you get chest pain shortness of breath you know either after a very light activity just like walking around or even when you're lying down and you're fatigued you're tired you can't get enough sleep uh, your ankles swell, your feet swell. Now, there's another piece of that. When it really suggests that it's your heart, your ankles swell, and it's called pitting edema. And what that means is you take your finger and you push into the swelling and you leave a pit. You leave kind of a hole. That's not normal, and you should be very well aware that that's a signal that there's a problem. Now, a little bit of swelling, particularly on the left side, it's kind of said, eh, I better watch this thing. Maybe I better go get my blood pressure taken. But there's other things that will, uh, you know, will cause that as well. If you don't feel like yourself, so, you know, there's something that's just wrong. If you feel you're, you're out of sync, you're, you're, there's a generalized pressure, if you will, within your body. Those are all indicators that you may want to get, check it out. And then, you know, obviously we can go into, uh, long-term protracted problems can cause uh, mitral valve to leak and cause your aortic valve to leak. You can uh, cause your pulmonic valve to leak. So as we walk through the weeds on this thing over a period of the next few weeks and how it affects muscular patterns, how it affects your thinking apparatus and so forth, I want you to be aware of something. Most 
blood pressure problems. Most blood pressure conditions of any kind are a result of lifestyle. Sometimes it's, you know, you're putting the wrong food in your body and subsequently you're putting weight on. You're a smoker. You don't sleep the way you're supposed to. You're under stress. You don't find a way to either meditate or pray. You're salting your food like a crazy person, and that's retaining water, which is going to drive your blood pressure. And you go to your doctor, and they're going to put you on things like lisinopril or a calcium channel blocker. Or they're going to put you on a something that will relax your body. You could do this on your own if you catch this in time. And we're going to tell you all kinds of things to do to make that happen on the 17th. So make sure you join us. Listen. You don't want to have a sudden, unexpected symptom called death from not monitoring or not taking care of your blood pressure, which is highly, highly preventable if you do it the right way. You have to take control. It's, again, one of those things that you're the cause and you can be the cure of this thing, too. So, and, you know, there's a very dear friend of mine, uh, and I learned this from him, he says, you're the cause, you're the cure. And that's truly the situation with most blood pressure conditions. The exact causes of high blood pressure uh, are known by picking apart the history. We know what they are. Uh, some of the, the literature authors says, well, we really don't know what the exact causes are. Hypertension uh, can be categorized into a lot of different pieces, but you have something called primary essential hypertension. It's the type of blood pressure that uh, it takes years to develop. It's lifestyle, my friends. It has nothing to do with your age. It has to do with neglect over time. When I see age as the cause of these things, I get a little nervous because that's really not the case. It's neglect over time. We're going to get back into that a little bit more. We're coming up for a break. But I want you to remember, this is something that you have control over. Don't go away. We'll be right back. You're listening to Dr. Tomers Live. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Jamaica and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. What companies would you want to work for? Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the prestigious Just Capital 2024 seal. Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers, offering best-in-class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. Welcome back, everybody. This is Dr. Tom Rosell. You're listening to Dr. Tom Rosell Live, and we're talking about a really significant problem in our society today. And what we're talking about is hypertension, high blood pressure. And it's not one that, you know, you're destined to take a drug for it. It's one that you have to understand has more to do with lifestyle than it does anything else. Now, there are certain things that will take place over time that can cause a genetic predisposition to something, but not necessarily so, my friends. You got to do a gut check. What that means, you have to find out what it is that you're doing on an ongoing basis that would cause your blood pressure to go up. And we want to talk about that on the 17th 
of May at the Rizal Center for Healing in Fairfax, 6 p.m. We're going to do our whole program on this, this in cardiovascular disease. And we're going to show you the two, how they're interrelated and how they're uh, preventable and what you can do about them yourself before the damage occurs where now you don't have a choice. So in my viewpoint, I would think that it's important that you have the tools. And then if you decide not to use them, that's shame on you. But, you know, that's a different story as well. I'm here at 888-630-9625. That's 888-630-9625. Give me a call. I'd love to talk to you. And if you have a blood pressure problem or you're on medications, I'm going to ask you some questions. You don't have to tell me who you are, but we'll, we'll figure it out, right? So let's talk about the, the, the predispositions, the triggering mechanisms very quickly. We'll get into more into the second, second part of the program. But lifestyle, right? If you sit on your butt all day long and you don't do anything, you know, it's like if you don't use it, you lose it. Your blood vessels don't have a reason to expand and increase that. It's like a dam that's building water up in the back because you're not getting enough circulatory pattern through. And you can't do it sitting around. You just can't. You know, if, you're, if your diet is kind of, you know, the sad American diet, SAD, right? It's standard American diet is not a good thing. And that's going to cause problems because of the inflammatory reaction and causing the the tightening of the blood vessels and the inability of body to move. If you're, you know, the overweight, like most of, take a look, go for a walk and look at people and forget about looking at yourself. We'll, we'll kind of put you aside for a second, but take a look at all the people walking around and how many of them would you determine are overweight? And But you went to your doctor and your doctor says, well, you know, you're within a few pounds. Here's the problem with going to so many doctors. And yeah, I, I'm going to say this straight up is that unless you weigh more than the doctor in front of you, you're not overweight. Kind of interesting, right? But that was a study that was done and published. And, you know, because none of us like to look at the fact that we might be overweight. Do we smoke? What's our stress level? You know, there's this thing about age contributing, but it's not age, as I've said a thousand times. It has to do with the fact that we've neglected or done things inappropriately for a lot of period of years. So we happen to be older now, and that takes place. So by the time we hit 50 or 60 or 7 years old, all those things that we ignored or, you know, uh, didn't do what we should have done. Now we're starting to catch up with us because it's a years factor, in my opinion, not an age factor. Diabetes and kidney problems, not drinking enough water, clean, clean water and pushing things through. And I'm not talking about water in plastic containers because that serves another uh, bad problem. Thyroid problem. If your thyroid is not working the way it's supposed to, your blood pressure could go up. Fight, flight, too much cortisol. That's your adrenal glands. That's what keeps you alive. Ladies, birth control pills and hormones, if they're not balanced properly, your blood pressure will go up. If you have a family history that suggests that you have heart disease, but you know your family has done very well with their dietary patterns and so forth, but that's just, there's a few people, very, very small, small number of people that are in that category. And yes, you can have a problem. It's like, well, I'm overweight because my family's overweight. No, you're overweight because your family ate like garbage and you continue the process of eating the same way over a period of time. You know, I laugh about my family coming from the old country. All of you know I'm first generation of this this country. And they came over from the old country and then tried to eat what they ate over there. But the problem is over here, the foods are processed. They have all kinds of stuff in them. It's not okay. So when we look at that straight above, it's a 
it's a, a a problem with making sure that we truly understand what our environment looks like. How about the salt intake? I'd mentioned it briefly uh, in the last session of the program. Salt is not good for you if it's unbounded salt. What I mean, if you're eating pink salt or if you're doing a little sea salt, not as bad because it's well-balanced. It has other mineralization. But if you're getting salt, which is sodium chloride, it has a tendency to hold water. I've mentioned birth control pills. Estrogens hold water when they're not balanced. If you're taking an estrogenic substance or being exposed to estrogens of any kind, guys, unfortunately, we are too, and it's not balanced with enough progesterone, that can cause water retention and subsequently drive your blood pressure up. So when we're dealing with blood pressure problems, we're looking at the potential of heart attack. We're talking about the the potential of an aneurysm where your blood vessels become like a balloon and they could pop. Those things are not okay. They're very treatable, but we have to know what we're dealing with and what we're treating. By taking medication to drop the blood pressure down does not resolve the problem, unfortunately. It's not something that said, okay, the blood pressure is down. The question becomes, what caused it in the first place? And that's the thing that I always like to get across to all of us is that there are reasons that the blood pressure is there. There's reasons. And if we don't treat the reason, even though that we drop the symptom, the reason is going to cause other problems. And that reason is the thing that can probably, you know, destroy us. And I don't want that to happen. We're coming up to the break in the program. I've got a whole lot more that I want to teach you about. Don't go away. I'll be right back. You're listening to Dr. Tom Rosell Live. Dr. Tom Rosell Live continues now on News Talk 105.9 WMAL. Welcome back, everybody. This is Dr. Tom Rosell. You're listening to Dr. Tom Rosell Live. We're talking about your blood pressure and cardiovascular disease, and we're going to get into that significantly over the next couple of weeks, and that'll be the topic of our program in May, May 17th, 6 p.m. at the Rosell Center for Healing in Fairfax. Um, this is important. This is a, a program and uh, an ongoing process of giving you the data that you need to stay alive, number one, but more importantly, what you need to do to have a life that you can do things with. In, in blood pressure med medications, they're designed to do several things, either drop uh, the fluid in your body, stop calcium from building up, uh, and so forth. There's, there's things called renin inhibitors that inhibits the enzyme that favors the production of angiotensin. Uh, this is something that would put too much pressure in the uh, in the arterial bed. You need that, by the way. You need to have it. Otherwise, if you get up too quickly, you're going to fall down. You're going to get very dizzy. Beta blockers, uh, for example, they help reduce the blood pressure. Diuretics, we've talked about, that increases your urination, but also drops uh, potassium out of your body, so it has that side effect. Then we have things like ACE inhibitors. These are angiotensin-converting enzymes. It widens the blood vessel. It allows things to flow much faster. Then you have another type of angin-2 receptor, and it helps the blood pressure, the blood vessels uh, to lower blood pressure by relaxation. You have calcium channel blockers. takes the, the tone out. You have alpha blockers, and it goes on and on. It's like craziness, right? Now, we're going to talk about each of those over a period of time, and we're going to tell you what you can do about them. But it's important that you understand 
what you can do about these things. But before we uh, get going into it a little bit deeper, we're here at triple eight six three zero nine six two five. Let's go to the phones. Dave, thank you for calling. How can I help you, sir? Uh, I was wondering about uh, your thoughts on the Beats products that are out nowadays that claim to help blood pressure. I, I, the what products? I didn't hear that piece of it. Beats, B E E T S. Oh, B E T. Okay, so Beats. What Beats do, Dave? Uh, they produce a nitric oxide uh, production within the body, and nitric oxide increases the blood supply, increases uh, vasocirculation. And it depends on how much. Unless you're allergic to beets, uh, unless you're you're trying to push blood through something that's plaqued already, little bit at a time, slowly over a period of time. I don't have a problem with it. It actually will. Uh, actually gives good benefit to the body, particularly in the transportation of blood to different organ systems. Um, a lot of uh, products out there are are even using high concentration of beets and other things for nitric oxide stimulation to uh, affect ED or rectal dysfunction. So I don't have a problem with it. Do they work for some people? Yes. Uh, but you still have to understand the entire path. So if it's a blood supply problem, they could be effective. If there's other things that are involved, they may not be quite as effective uh, otherwise. But I don't think they're going to hurt you. Uh, we've had many patients come in the office, and they've actually bring them in. And we test everything through muscle diagnostic uh, response, muscle testing. They don't seem to be a problem unless they have other things with them. And that's a, another consideration that you have to take and how they're produced. You want to make sure that anything that you take has been produced from clean standards of production and you want the substances to be organic whenever possible because conventional products are hybridized uh they're the they're genetically manipulated but on the surface the question do i have a problem with beets no i don't have a problem with beets can they be helpful yes they can be helpful uh, but not in every every case. What they do is they increase nitric oxide production, and because they do that, they relax the blood vessel and they increase circulation. Dave, I hope that's helpful. Uh, it's you know everybody's advertising beets, but again, uh, we use them in our office. We we have nitric oxide stimulators that have beets in them. Again, it depends on what it is that you're trying to affect, how much of it you actually need. And but I haven't seen anybody get in trouble with them at this point unless there's a sensitivity to them. We're talking about your blood pressure and we're here at triple eight six three zero nine six two oh and we're gonna be talking about that on May seventeenth. And don't forget, these are open and we there there's no cost to you. We'd love to do these things for you simply because you deserve to have the right information. And we want to be able to give you the tools to be able to turn virtually anything around, particularly when in something like this, it's a functional condition, meaning it's lifestyle mostly. And the greatest majority of these things can be resolved. Got a little extra weight on? Shouldn't be there, right? But here's what happens over a period of time. If you have high blood pressure and it's untreated, but it's significant, pretty soon you're going to build up fluid in your lungs. And you're going to have not only a wheezing type of feeling, but you're going to have a gurgling feeling. You're not going to be able to get enough breath. You're going to be out of, you know, you're going to get tired pretty quickly. And it can be just a little bit of uh, 
swelling in the tissue around the lungs, not necessarily in the lungs. You're going to have problems with your vision. You're going to start popping vessels of your blood pressure. The little guys start getting damaged first. Kidney damage, same thing. Rectal dysfunction, which we kind of touched on. You're going to lose your memory because you're going to see these little infarcts, these meaning little blood vessels break in your brain. So we talked about some of the the symptoms that we may not, we may ignore them. So, you know, a little bit of anxiety, a nosebleed, a shortness of breath, uh, a little pressure in your head, headaches. Sometimes those headaches can get pretty significant. But when we realize that there are risks to this, what doesn't it make sense that we would kind of do something about it on our own and not be dependent on chemistry, on big pharma? Unfortunately, we're a society today that is causing more and more problems because of lifestyle. That means that we are ending up with heart attacks and strokes and cancers and uh, leukemic patterns and anemias and so forth because of the things that often we are doing too much of that are not good for us. In some situations, we're not doing the things that we should be doing to make a difference, like going for a walk, just getting outside and making a difference, you know, because we walk two miles every day. It's important that we understand that we do have control, that we can make a huge difference by doing little things. And we're going to talk about those little things. So watch your blood pressure. But when your blood pressure is up a little bit, take a look in the mirror. And here's what I want you to notice. So it's by yourself. This is for your eyes only. Nobody else's. You know, go in, lock the bathroom door, take your clothes off. You can leave your underpants on if you want to and, and take a look and see what you look like in the mirror. And or if you have a full length mirror in the in the bedroom, take a look there. Is there a little bit too much around that body? You know, your arms real thick and mushy. Uh, are your legs kind of dimply and so forth? All of this is a result of neglect over a period of time. You know, if you're supposed to be, I don't go by the, the standards of what the charts say that you're supposed to weigh what I go by are the standards of how much fat opposed to how much muscle. You know, back in the day when I was in school and I was playing ball, I weighed much more than I do today. I purposely have lost weight. But my body fat intake in the, or body fat composition those days was 9%, maybe a little bit less. And today, uh, probably 20 pounds lighter, 25 pounds lighter than I was when I played ball in college. My body fat is not that anymore, probably closer to about 15%. And, but I keep it at that level because I don't want other things to happen to me. But look at that. How much coffee to drink? You know, you're sitting there drinking a ton of caffeine and so you take your blood pressure and you wonder why the, the bottom pressure, the diastolic pressure is so tight because your body can't relax because it's constantly being bombarded with you know, something that's going to increase the pressure in the arterial system. You have to look at lifestyle. What are you eating? Are you going down to Mickey D's and, you know, Burger King and all those other areas? You know, I'm not supposed to mention the fast food names, but they're all the same as far as I'm concerned. They all have foods that have been processed. They're all modified genetically. And you're putting this up. Are you eating, you know, are you eating so many grains that you're starting to bulk up like the cattle that they raise out west of here in the fields? You know, the heifers? I don't know. You can answer that question for yourself. Look, at the end of the day, the majority of the problems that we deal with 
have to do with our unwillingness sometimes to make small differences. And all we have to do is change a few things, monitor, measure. And I think you'd be surprised how quickly things can be resolved. And we're going to talk about all those things. We're going to talk about what you can do to resolve problems in your body. And then, but you know, say, oh, well, I'll just take a pill. Yeah, then pretty soon you take another pill, then pretty soon you take another pill, then pretty soon you take another pill. And they all have side effects one to the other. You know, the worst I've ever seen, I had a patient and you know, when I did his intake, I just sat there with my mouth hanging open. This man took something in the neighborhood about 22 different medications, 22. And guess who he worked for? The FDA. I said, wow. And I asked him, kiddingly, I said, and you don't have to pay much. No, he says, no, I get them all on discount. Okay, well, that's very interesting. I'm not sure that I would say that's a benefit, but he bought into everything that they said. And we struggled with him for a period of time, trying to get him to understand that the problems that he walked into my office with were a result of all the side effects, all the intertwinings of these different medications. Um you have to make sure that you understand what's what's going on in your body. You know, if I had to tell you that there's some lousy medications out there, one of the, the drugs I would point to would be something called lisinopril. Why that? Because it's it's one that uh, causes potassium in your body to be depleted. And potassium is so necessary to cardiac function. So now you have the side effect of that. There's these things called ACE inhibitors, which we're just touching upon right now. And they, there are things like Vasotec, uh, uh, Ramipril, if I remember right. I think the, one of the trade names on it is uh, Altase. But they have significant side effects that you don't want to have to deal with. But unfortunately, so many of us do deal with these things on a day-to-day basis, causing more and more problems over a period of time. One of the most dangerous blood pressure medications, if you will, uh, is is one that fortunately is not prescribed too often as quantity. And it can cause major, major issues uh, in imbalances uh, within the body. And it's actually used for alcohol withdrawal. And I'm not sure why they use this for hypertension, but they do. And but if you're on that, I would suggest to you that you talk to your physician and ask them if there's another uh, drug that if you're not going to do it the natural way, another drug that you might be able to deal with. Magnesium will often relax blood pressure uh, because and but the very specific forms of magnesium work the best. Just like they relax muscles, they will also relax the muscles of your arteries. Sometimes you got to take a little bit more. And by the way. The side effect of magnesium, if you take way too much at one time, is simply that you might get some diarrhea and you're going to have to run. So you drop the magnesium level down just a little bit. And I'm giving you some sidebars on this. And on the 17th, we'll get much more specific. But there are things that you can do. There are natural diuretics. As you know, just uh, celery juice will cause a decrease in fluid within your body. And you can't just don't go drink a quart of it a day, but you can have a, a small glass of it a day. Vitamin B6, peroxidine, will also decrease water retention within the body. Again, 
Don't take a whole bottle of things. Small amounts are always the best and see if it works for you. Those are little pieces of the puzzle that you can implement. So what would I do if I was going to uh, guide somebody that I didn't know anything about? So I want to do things that are uh, potentially uh, supportive and things that don't have really any side effects. I say, okay, so do this, go for a walk. And well, I can't walk. I, I My legs hurt. Okay, so you're going to walk two minutes outside. You're going to turn around. You're going to walk two minutes back. And then later on, you're going to do two minutes more and two minutes out back. You're going to increase it 30 seconds one way uh, every day or every two days until you get yourself up to where you're walking 15 minutes out and 15 minutes back. That's it. That's all you have to do. I didn't tell you how fast you had to walk. I didn't tell you how far you had to walk. I'm just saying increase the time, a little bit of time, by walking. Easy, right? Easy does it. If you drink coffee and that's all you're drinking or black teas, maybe it's time to back it off a little bit. Why don't you do this? Have a big glass of water for every cup cup of decaffeinated whatever it is you're drinking before you have that. So if you have to get up in the morning and have a cup of coffee and it's eight ounces of coffee, drink eight to ten ounces of water before you have that that coffee. And then drink more water as you do the things. And I'll tell you, just by doing that, just by doing that, you'll drop your desire for the coffee. You won't need as much because guess what? Water acts as a, as a flushing agent, like AAA garbage disposal. And it allows your body to get rid of the toxins and increases your energy because of that. So just try little simple things that way. What else can you do? Well, how about switching the type of coffee? Why don't you get some Kona coffee? Organic. Don't put the other junk in your body. There's something else called Puros. Now, I get nothing from this. I'm just telling you that there are easier forms. They're more, uh, they trend to be less acidic than others. They have a little bit more polyphenol, uh, the, the good things that you want to have in your body. So, Anything in excess is going to be problematic. And some people are very allergic to caffeine. If your liver is congested, caffeine can be significant problem of any kind. So when the liver is not working, you increase fluid retention, you increase your inflammation in the arterial beds, and guess what happens? Your blood pressure is going to go up. So small things. How about making sure when you look at your plate, when you're eating something, that your plate is one half full with vegetables and it has a quarter full of starches and a quarter full of protein. Try that for a change. See what happens. Maybe you want to do just a little bit of intermittent fasting. Not a lot. I'm talking just don't eat anything for 10 hours. So instead of getting up first thing in the morning and shoveling your face full of stuff, and then when you start doing that, eating something that is decent for you, you know, Maybe a hard-boiled egg. Maybe some nut butter on uh, a whole wheat something if you're not allergic to the grains. Something small. So there's a lot of little things that you can do. Start relaxing at night. Stop watching the talking heads. Decrease the stress level. You don't need to be watching whether, I don't care, whether it's CNN or MSNBC or Fox News. They all have the capacity to jack you up. If you get into my car with me during the day, I'm listening to music. I like to listen to classical music or I'm learning something to help you to try to get something better into my brain. So understand that if you're taking medication that is 
dropping your potassium level, it might be a good idea to take a little bit of potassium. Now, we're going to come back. We're going to lap it all together a little bit for you. You're listening to Dr. Tom Rizal live. I'll be right back. Don't go away. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Jamaica and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Business has always been about turning a profit, making money. But can it stand for something more? Something beyond dollars and cents? We think so. We think that today, business has a higher calling, a purpose to be fair and just, to do right by their workers, customers, communities, and the environment. And it turns out companies successful doing that also do better for their bottom line. When you see the Just Capital seal, it means this company is a force for good. Visit JustCapital.com to learn more. News Talk 105.9. WMAL. Welcome back, everybody. This is Dr. Tom Rizal. You're listening to Dr. Tom Rizal live, as you do every Sunday at high noon on the Eastern Seaboard. I'm glad you're there. And by the way, thank you for those of you who have taken the time to set your clocks to listen to us, particularly out on the other coast. And as always, we salute our men and women in uniform. And without you, we couldn't be doing this program. Let's go to the phones real quickly. Janet or Janice, uh, I'm sorry I didn't get to complete one. How can I help you? Oh, good afternoon. Um, yes, I had. I woke up with a swollen leg from top to bottom, one leg, and uh, looked like a blood vessel broken on my leg, and uh, didn't know what caused it. And uh, I had a, a DVT done, a sonogram, and they said that was negative. And I, I know a little bit about the DVT, and I, I didn't understand why it would have been negative. Was it negative because it was after the fact instead of before the fact? No. And can you help, help me with the diagnosis and how to, what caused it and a possible treatment so that I don't have to uh, face it again in the future? Thank you very right. much. Okay. What I'd like you to do, I'm going to just touch on it because we don't have a lot of time. But I want you to send me a note at rosellcare.com, and I will get much more in detail with you. The if they can't find the DVT, it's probably not the cause of it. It could be. There's a lot of different things that can do that. Uh, it can be everything from your heart all the way down. It could just be pressure on that side. Uh, there could be a uh, a narrowing that's further up. It could be return circulation that's not working the way it's supposed to, and that will cause a jamming and, and rupture the blood vessels. So there's much, the fact that it's one-sided and it wasn't there before, and again, this is my assumption because I haven't, didn't have the opportunity to really ask you some defining questions, uh, suggests to me that it's, it's going to be cardiovascular of some sort. Uh, it could have been a little bit of a blockage initially. But if there's a lot of uh, venous breakage in that side compared to the other side, uh, again, I would have to look at weight distribution. I would have to look at water retention. It can happen one side of the body more so than the other. But do me a favor. Send me a note, and let's go back and forth a little bit. And if I can help you and put you in the right direction, I'm more than happy to do that. I can't give you a diagnostic do this but i can make you make some suggestions and i can tell you what we would do and i can tell you who you might want to see and then we can go from there 
but I appreciate your call. It, what you're, you're getting can be significant. Um, an ultrasound rules out the immediacy of a clot formation that obviously could cause heart attack and stroke. Uh, but we want to make sure that it's, you know, it's nothing much more significant. And if it's, if it's clean, and obviously I'm going under the assumption right now, diagnostically, they, uh, ruled out anything that was critical that could happen at this moment in time, which means that you can do a lot of things on your own. What I'd like you to do is when you send me a note, tell me what your blood pressure is. And if you would do it, uh, do it in a seated position and both arms. Do the right side and the left side. Have somebody take those and send those to me, and then that'll give me a little bit more information relative to uh, how to handle this thing. Uh, it's, that unfortunately happens a lot, and it could be anything from a blow, too much pressure, sleeping on the side. Uh, it can be uh, putting something on uh, like a belt, particularly for a man, and it's caught into fat levels within the system. So we have all of those pieces, but understand that uh, as we go through the next couple of weeks, we want to bring you as much data as we can on cardiovascular disease and the things that you can do to make a difference in, in your health and increase your longevity. You know, we'll, uh, there's some interesting research that came out of the, the American College of Cardiology uh, in a recent session that they did, and they were talking about alpha blockers and alpha-2 agonists and the problems that they're having with some of these and the side effects and the fluctuations uh, that uh, that they're causing can increase the risk of death. So we're going to talk about that as we go through the next couple of weeks. It's important that you understand that. Uh, researchers from uh, the medical center uh, in Utah are encouraging physicians to prescribe other types of medications other than this. So if you're on those types of things, get a hold of your doc and say, uh, you know, maybe we need to take another look at it because they were just doing a conference that said this may not be as good as we want to do it. Anyway, understand I continue to do this program on an ongoing basis, bringing you important information for one reason only. I love you all and you deserve it. See you next week. Bye. Are you ready for hard-hitting observations? Reality remains reality no matter how hard you try to ignore it. The Ben Shapiro Show brings you all the news you need to know in America today. Again, I'm all here for the pop culture, people dating each other for the press. Ben breaks down the culture and never gives an inch. Every so often, and by every so often, I mean literally every 27 seconds when the producer gets fired. The Ben Shapiro Show on YouTube or wherever you listen. 